Hello and welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I am Tyler Smith. I am David Bax. And thank you for listening. David. Yeah. How you doing? Anxious. Uh, anxious? I can't, I can't stop. I got one thing on my mind. I got two things on my mind. If you read my Twitter, you know I have two things on my mind. Comic-Con Sex. and Mel Gibson. Oh, okay. There's only right. two things that I'm able to focus on <laughs> okay. for any extended period of time. All right. But we're not talking about Mel Gibson today. We probably won't talk about Mel Gibson on this podcast because it's not worth it. Yeah, there's already been enough. Yeah. I tell you who discussed him very well was Mike Schmidt over on the 40-year-old boy. Okay. He had some really interesting things to some say. Choice bits. Choice bits. Very funny and also uh, surprisingly insightful. <laughs> so, But I'm anxious because, no, I mean, at the time that people, I don't know, a lot of people listen right away. Some people might already be in San Diego when they oh listen my gosh. to this. Because I, I, I like to assume that every single one of our listeners is going to Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very few of them are actually, is is evidenced by our Facebook event page. Yeah, um, we invited like four hundred, and so far four people are going. Two of them are you and me, David. <laughs> um, so, but Comic Con, it's yeah. all that's on my mind. So we're gonna do an episode. A co- uh, it's it's gonna be a sort of a Comic Con preview. All right, that's that's a starting off point. Okay, but in true Battleship Pretension fashion, we're gonna go a little deeper, a little more academic. We're gonna talk about the convention in general, what it okay. means for the geek community the film geek community specifically but in mm. general just what a convention is how to do it right what's good what's bad the, the, these are the things we're going to talk about well and this will actually be very helpful to me because i am going that, to comic-con and uh for the I, first time for the first time and uh i am very overwhelmed by this whole thing as we know as we all know there's like four hundred thousand people that go there about um, one hundred sixty thousand. i i want to <laughs> bring up a bit that's a year old uh, in which I keep getting the number wrong. So oh, okay. I'm going to keep that going. Um, but this will be my fifth Comic-Con. Fifth? Wow, yes. I didn't even know that. And also, about to embark on his fifth Comic-Con, is Hello. our guest. Hi. It's Vankman from GeekTyrant.com. Vankman. Well, hello there. Well, let's talk about first, Vankman is not your real name. No, it's not. And then we listeners know that <laughs> Tyler has this weird hang-up about pseudonyms. But because Tyler knows your real name, it's okay. Yes. I just, here's, I don't like to be out of the loop. I sure. Like, yeah. I mean, Zaldronon's a nice guy and everything, but <laughs> This is I a filmmaker w- we've had on our show. Yes. Okay. I'm going to punch him in his stupid face. All right? I don't know what his name is, and no one does. I think oh, someone, sure. <laughs> do you know? I don't know. And it doesn't bother you? No. Ugh. It's probably Doug. Yeah. It's pr- <laughs> just like, eh, Bill. <laughs> I can't imagine. To me, Bill is is maybe the most the essence of not necessarily boring, but just n- not necessarily interesting. Hi, I'm Bill. Like that to me is just when uh, I hear the name Bill, the first Bill that pops in my mind is Bill Dotrieve from King of the Hill, voiced <laughs> by Stephen Root. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it, well, he's actually interesting, but all f- for all the wrong reasons. Um, <laughs> but let's uh, we're distracting from our guest yeah, yeah. here. Um, let's talk about geektyrant.com, what it is. It's, I imagine a lot of our listeners know what it is, because, um... I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I look yeah. you guys up, you guys get a fair amount of traffic on oh, your yeah. site. Yes. No. Um, more than we do, so. <laughs> Not after this, David. <laughs> <laughs> but I think our podcast is more successful than the Geek Tyrant podcast, so... It is. We're yeah. meeting it in the is. middle here. So, exactly. you know, there, there's the weight and balance. Yeah. Now, admi- I the, will say okay. that perhaps you and I could get more traffic if we ever wrote anything new for our pod- for our website. Oh, man. Every couple of days, I think, I'm going to turn over a new leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start blogging again. 
Because the thing is, New Year's Day to you, David. <laughs> when uh, when I had a job uh, at MGM, I'm not afraid to say it. I had a job that I could not do shit all day, and I was blogging like I would do like 800 word blogs twice a week, oh, like yeah. think pieces, op ed, you nice. know, type things. Uh, and of course, like the movie of the week, which yeah. is now just <laughs> you change it to movie recommended movies because we can't seem to stay <laughs> on top like of doing it once this. a week. Yeah, I'd, we used to do two podcasts, so and, and that's true. Yeah, but anyway, we're talking about ourselves. Let's talk. What, <laughs> what, we'll what is Geek him, Time? All right, he listens to the show. He knows what this is. <laughs> all right, you'll you'll get to me when you're ready. <laughs> when I'm good and ready. <laughs> so what is I'm Geek Tyrant? Ready. Go ahead. What is, what is Geek Tyrant? And uh, how did it start? A, it's a movie geek blog. Uh, we, we a friend of mine, and uh, but that's just a facet of it. It's video games. It's oh TV, yeah, I mean it's it, comic it, books. It's a movie blog. It's comic book. It's a video game. It's mostly movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know when we play a good video game or something, or mm-hmm. see something cool coming out, or some kind of weird techie gadget hmm. that everyone's gonna want or need, like a droid. Like a droid. Yes, we do have a droid review up there. Oh boy, <laughs> Tyler just got his droid. I just got a droid today. Was not excited to get it. Now I have it, and I am excited. Because of the lightsaber app? Because there's a lightsaber app. and uh, I love the lightsaber app. I feel <laughs> really... I have, a, I have two movie podcasts, and I, today I, feel, I felt really nerdy. Because it's, <laughs> it's the first thing I downloaded. And I was excited to see that it was free. I'm like, oh, I would have paid for this. But, uh, okay, <laughs> okay, enough keep, of that. Go on. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just kind of our website encompasses everything within kind of the geek culture. Mm-hmm. But it has okay. more of a focus on film. Okay. And it's 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 mostly news. Yes. More and, and and reviews. Yeah, it's news reviews. We have a little podcast that we do once a week. Like they said, it's nothing like Battleship Pretension. <laughs> Just a bunch of guys getting together, talking about stuff. The key is to you know I'll say this. Uh, one thing I've happened to notice is that if you just hang out long enough, if you just keep doing a weekly show for long enough, people will start to notice you. <laughs> it's really just. I hate to say it, podcasts, it's often about staying power. Because so many people exactly. will start one and be like, no, thank you. And then uh-huh. they, they'll just give it up after maybe a month or two. Sure. And, um, you know, I mean, like, David and I know uh, a guy who had a podcast and then quit because he found it too difficult. That's Jason Eakin. He had one called Experts and Intermediates. <laughs> he and he just said, like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I, I don't have the wherewithal that you do, Tyler. And uh, he just said, I've had enough. Um but uh, now let me ask you this: How long has uh, Geek Tyrant been uh, been going? Uh, a little over two years now. All right. Yep. And uh, was it you? I I just met you today, so yes. you know David already knows all this stuff because um, you guys are best friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm in kind of a silly mood. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> That's um, okay. It's a droid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, I downloaded the happiness app. <laughs> <laughs> it was not free. Um, but the. Uh, is it you that did you start it you yourself or was it in conjunction with other people? It was or? me and one other person that started okay. it. Um, he he's a web designer and okay. we just kind of got together. We both he's more into tech and, okay. and movies and stuff, and so we just kind of just started talking about doing a website and uh, to keep up with the business and what's mm-hmm. happening, and started it, and then okay. all of a sudden it just kept rolling and rolling, and mm-hmm. now here we are doing our thing. Is there a particular? I mean, is there a particular reason that you chose to start that kind of site specifically, um, as opposed to something else? Well, to be honest with you, okay. Before I started the site, okay, uh, 
the only other movie blog that I really knew of mm. was Ain't It Cool News. Okay. That was it. All right. That, you know. Are I you, didn't, are you I about didn't... to talk some shit about Ain't It Cool News? No, I'm not. All right. I'm just saying I went to venture out. You know, I, I never really ventured out past Ain't It Cool News. And so okay. uh, I actually wrote a review for Ain't It Cool News, and okay. they posted it. And it kind of got my, like, mm-hmm. blood boiling. <laughs> and I was like, you know, they posted my review. This is awesome. And then I was like. What now, boiling th- blood usually denotes, I think, anger. No. <laughs> okay. No, boiling. No, I didn't mean it. It that lit a way. fire into your ass. Yeah. There we go. Exactly. Okay. It, there you go. Some kind of heat <laughs> going on. All right. Yeah. So it kind of just got me to thinking, and we started talking about doing a movie blog, and and then when we started it, it was like all of a sudden we started seeing all these other movie blogs out there. Like, holy oh, yeah. shit! <laughs> this, I, I can relate because we were doing this podcast for. Almost two years before mm. I sort of realized there was a community out there. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it sounds so stupid, but I, I like it was when um, uh, our our now friend Dave Chan asked us to be on Slash Film, and I and I enjoyed it, and then I started like Twitter came out, I started following people, and I was like, oh, what's it, Cinematical? Yeah, uh, Film School Rejects. What? Well, there's exactly. all this stuff out there. Yeah, and and I didn't even know about any of these other sites prior to starting. M- you know, mm-hmm. my own website. And it was me doing that that actually exposed me to all these other movie blogs out there, which is great. Now, if you're anything like me, when you found these other these other blogs and, and uh, you know, websites and podcasts, um, you got incredibly discouraged. Oh, yes. <laughs> did, did you? I did. Because I sure did. I did. I was okay. like, wow, they're doing everything that I wanted to do <laughs> that I thought was it being done? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I thought it was really unique. Turns out, not at all. But uh, okay. Um, now, uh, because we we want this episode to be short, I wanted to before we get into it. Well, before we have... get into that, I wanted to okay. ask you about the name Vankman and why why a pseudonym? Okay, yeah. And why Vankman? I guess I can tell why Vankman because okay. he's awesome. Why Vankman? No. Because I Ghostbusters is one of my favorite movies. Grew okay. up on it. Just. It's one of those things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, why? Because when I first started it, I didn't really know what to expect from, <laughs> right. from the blog. I didn't know yeah. what people would say. I didn't know if anyone even would even come to the site. At the time, I didn't want, you know, someone that I was working for to go on the site and see, see the, hey, yeah. you're writing for this blog, mm-hmm. you know? This is one of those things that I was kind of like, well, kind of pick some pen names here and and, and no. go from go from there and see what happens. Right. Have you because of course um as we've mentioned and, and I'm sure we're going to uh mention it again uh throughout the course of this episode. Um because online geek culture can be kind of kind of negative sometimes oh, yeah. and very competitive, <laughs> very competitive and all of that. Yeah. Um, Definitely. And because of the nature of what your site is, I mean we you know David and I get stuff from time to time, but because of what your site is that it's all things pop culture mm-hmm. and it's just putting opinions out there for anyone to see. Um, have you run across a, a fair amount of negativity or I'm oh. sorry, trolling is the name of it. Yes. Right? Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, we have. Okay. It's never fun. And you never, you know, after at first it hurt. Listen real quick, Tyler, <laughs> if you're going to carry on a droid, you're going to have to become more comfortable with words like trolling. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 you're, you're entering into a whole culture here. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Talk about yeah. the trolls. No, no, no problem. When, it, when, it, you know, when we first started it, it, it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. You know, when someone would come in, 
to your house and just start bashing you, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, telling that you that you're wrong, that my opinion's wrong, uh-huh. and it, it was it was difficult at first. <laughs> and after two, you know, after doing it for two years, I kind of expect it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, still, there's still those guys that just get to you, uh-huh. <laughs> you know. They hit you in the right places. Well, I mean, what is it that, uh, I mean, is it just you write a review of a movie or, or something and they just say, like, everything you said was wrong, you're an idiot? Or, or Oh, yeah. Or, it just... or it's like you're, you're a terrible writer. Oh, oh yeah. That, that, that's where it gets you. It's like, <laughs> I'm, when I write, I, I write with my personality and my attitude. Right. I, I, don't, I don't write, like you know ebert reviews where it's like mm-hmm. everything's broken down in these mm-hmm. little things you know no. I, I i express my feelings more than i do uh break down a film you okay. know what i mean right yeah and so when people see that you know i get some people say that it's like juvenile or you know it's like what is it is a sixth grader writing this <laughs> and it's like what <laughs> it's not that bad is it <laughs> here's what i think you need to do <laughs> Having looked at your website a total of once, um, <laughs> I think you need to revamp everything that you're doing simply because you're attracting the wrong kinds of people. <laughs> so I think the problem is somehow with you. That's that's the go. conclusion I've come to. <laughs> okay, but before we get into it, yeah. Uh, you also, real to... quick, I think we need to boost his mic. Okay. Do we need to boost my mic? Um, yeah, or just you, you know, start talking louder. That's yeah. fine. I know. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel, okay. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, yes, but before we get into it, because T- Tyler I want... Tyler becomes combative around new people. That's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a weird place emotionally these days. Um, he's, he's like someone's pet, like, oh no, he's really nice if you get to know him. <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, I, I will say this, if somebody has listened to the show mm-hmm. and is already like a friend of yours, mm-hmm. uh, then I'm a little more comfortable just... Bring them right in, right in as if they were, and that's long, totally fine. Yeah, okay, as if yeah. they've been a long time friend of the show. Any uh, any any uh, any other podcaster is a is a friend of mine. That I don't think is true. <laughs> now that I say it, um, but I'm just worried about the people who are going to come listen to this because they're fans of Geek Tyrant. Oh yeah, because. Bankman is going to mention it. <laughs> yeah. He's going to mention it on Twitter, I'm sure. I don't know if yeah. you know my Twitter is twitter.com slash the pretension. Mm-hmm. I follow you on Twitter. I don't think you follow me. <laughs> but I'll change that. There we go. <laughs> um, anyway, you want before we get into the thing I want to talk about, which is Comic-Con, because it's the only thing I want to talk about yeah, these absolutely. days. Absolutely. You wanted to talk about something. I sure did, and I was excited. Uh, yes, and so if anybody has found us through uh, Geek Time, and I apologize that I'm kind of... Uh, ragging on uh, your uh, your idol here, um, <laughs> but uh, but no, I'm happy that he's here. He's he's a, seems like a very nice guy. I met him uh, all of 15 minutes ago, and uh, and already I'm I'm eager to have him back on the show. Um, awesome. That's true. <laughs> and uh, but here's the thing, because of because of uh, the I mean geek and tyrant, and because of the nature of what you guys do, I assumed that there that you had seen the movie Predators, which I saw the other day. Yes. And uh, I wanted to ask, in this, and also I guess in the spirit of Comic Con and all these other things that are going to be going on, uh, what did you think of the movie? I enjoyed it. Okay, I enjoyed it for what it was. Okay, I liked the action. Yeah, I, it was a fun movie. Yeah, the dialogue, the script, all that stuff was just you know it was what it functional. was. Functional. Yeah, it's functional. Uh, but all in all, I really, I really enjoyed. It. I definitely thought it was the best predator movie since 
Predator. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's uh, that's about right. It's a it's a movie that I, I I insisted on going with a group of my male friends because that's really the only way to see that movie. Um, and I went to a theater where there are a couple people kind of talking in the back, and uh, you don't really care that much oh. in that one. You didn't pull a Costanza? <laughs> I'll show you what <laughs> it's like. I'll take like. you outside, and I'll show you what it's like. <laughs> uh, but um, but no, and uh, and as I was watching it, I found myself surprisingly engaged by what was happening, and I think a lot of the reason is because it clearly, I mean, the the, the filmmaker uh, Nimrod Antal, is that yes. how you say it? Yep. I believe it's pronounced Nimrod. N- is it? Uh, let's, I let's know hope because, so. Um, okay. One of the actors was on Film Spotting this week, Okay. and he said the name, and it was, he said Nimrod. Well, what okay. if he said it wrong? I don't know. He's, he knows the guy. He was Fair in enough. the movie. Okay. Which actor? Well, there uh, you go. The Japanese guy. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. did a good job. Yeah, I like the Japanese guy. I did too, more than I th- more than I expected to. Um, but what I like is that is that the director really tried to evoke, in a lot of ways, evoke slash maybe yes, rip off the original. <laughs> I mean, a lot same oh, use of, same use of music. You got yourself, uh, you know, a minigun. You've got the guy stand w- whipping his shirt off with a big blade. <laughs> you got all kind. I mean, a lot of. Ec- Echoes, uh, you got. No, I haven't seen it, but there's no way it has anywhere near my favorite line in the history of cinema. Which is? Which is, what's the matter? CIA got you pushing too many pencils? <laughs> <laughs> I never understood what, what you found to be so funny about that. It's a pr- I'm not saying it's a good line or anything, but uh, the things you find funny. Like, wh- why is that, is that such a wonderful line in your opinion? I think it has to do almost solely with Schwarzenegger's pronunciation of the word CIA. Because <laughs> he's like all Austrian. Like, those. Letters and initials are not like do not fit in his mouth right. Like, CIA got you pushing too many pencils. Okay, CIA. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, but uh, but no, I actually I really enjoyed it, and I thought a lot of the uh, I thought all the acting was pretty solid. Yeah, definitely. Um, and they I, managed I enjoyed all, everybody. They managed to craft characters as much as they could. Yep. Uh, I particularly enjoyed uh, Walton Goggins. Oh, um, he's such a great actor. He's a great actor. In okay. general. That guy's amazing. Yeah. I remember ever since I saw him in The Apostle back in 97, I was mm-hmm. like, who's that guy? He's pretty good. But um, you've only seen the first couple seasons of The Shield. Yeah. You haven't and seen I know it once it gets good. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. really good. Yeah. And you haven't seen any of Justified. No, yeah. And so yeah. there's a lot of him I need to see. But I in this, I was ex- when I, cause when I saw him show up on screen, I'm like, hey, all right, now we're talking. <laughs> um, and then Lawrence Fishburne is in it. And his character, literally his whole role is to give information to the audience exactly and however i'd say the way the character is written but more specifically the way it's played he manages to take a a a a device basically a writer's device and craft it into a an engaging character yeah and uh it really astounded me just the movie in general uh i really enjoyed i cannot think of a better way to have done that movie no it was it was perfect i loved it when they went when uh uh, what was the girl's name in the movie? I can't. I can't remember. I don't recall. You only find out at the end. It's yeah. Like oh, that's minutes. true. Anyway, okay. So the girl in the film, mm-hmm. um, when played, she sees played by Alice Braga. Mm. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And when she sees the predator for the first time and notices him, and yeah. uh, Adrian Brody's character asks her, he's like, "You know something?" And then yeah. she goes back to tell the story from the original movie. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. And and the fact that. What what struck me? She she tells back in '87. You know, a bunch of guys went in and all that. And she, it's like, ah, oh, she, 
You'd think she would mention what happened in 97 <laughs> in the middle of a city. But I guess everyone just wants to forget that, yeah. don't they? <laughs> um, there you go. So even the, even the CIA and the, uh, the intelligence community are like, eh, wait, let's not talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, better left unsaid. But, uh, but yeah, I, I wanted to get, to get your view on it. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed to, it. I wanted to encourage people to go and see it. It's, uh, it's, I a, recommend it's a fun it. movie. I yeah. recommend. It's definitely one to go see on the big screen. I would say so, at. yeah. But I will, let me ask you this. Okay. What trailers did you see with this film? Okay. Uh, I saw Scott Pilgrim. Okay. I saw another a sequel to a 1987 movie. I saw, I saw Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps. What? <laughs> and, uh, and I don't remember. There was another one, but I don't remember what it was. Okay. Um, why? Here I go. Okay. I, I, I went to the AMC 16 here in yeah. Burbank. Yeah. I walked into the theater thinking to see some great trailers this is a hard rated r this is a hard r movie uh -huh. very much and so. they show disney g trailers <laughs> animated kids movies uh -huh. and i'm like but it was it, you, were, you were in the right theater i was in the right th i thought i wasn't and the people behind me were like what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm I'm starting to get less and less excited about seeing this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this happened to me, um, well, although that's a different outcome. I went to a very late, like an 11.30 show to see uh, Bruno. Uh -huh. And oh, yeah. all kids movie trailers. And I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> it's, it's and then all so of a sudden, weird. the uh, short film that played before Up starts playing. <laughs> and I realized that... Earlier in the day, this theater had been showing up, and the lazy ass people in the booth <laughs> hadn't like replatted the thing, and so we ended up we had to having to wait for like no, like fifteen minutes, and the replatted the whole thing. We had to watch the whole whatever trailers, yeah. and we had to watch that disappointing Bruno movie. Yeah, we uh, were we were in the right theater. It's just I don't that's know what weird. happened. That's just crazy. It seems like a judgment, a judgment on you. <laughs> I guess it's like, so. Yeah, this is uh, the level you think at. Clearly, so yeah, enjoy these animated films. <laughs> there you go. Well, listen, okay, but uh, enough of this bullshit. Let's yeah. get into it, shall we? All right. What Comic Con? Let's talk about Comic Con. <laughs> All right, Indeed. let's do it. All right. Uh, well, I'll I, let you I, guys I, talk, and I'm just going to. Well, back. I wonder how we should approach this. All I, right. I, uh, I I kind of like the idea of maybe do you have any do you have any questions as someone who has never been before, like <laughs> I know you're taking a drink that was a okay bad, I'm was bad timing all right but like what's been worrying you what's been exciting you what what are you what are you looking forward going into Comic Con yeah because you you've never been to any comic book convention at all right no not yeah. at all uh well okay so here what has excited me is well first off what's excited me is the i the the uh, potential to get to meet some listeners of the show and, yeah, and that'll be thursday july 22nd at 8 p.m at the tipsy crow at 770 fifth avenue all right you can find out all those you know all those details on the front page of the website you can find it on our forum and uh we have a facebook event for it so yeah. i'm trying to convince venkman here to show up but he hasn't committed yet <laughs> why don't you get with the program there buddy <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> Um, Damn you! <laughs> maybe you could arrange a meetup with your your fan, the fans of Geek Tyrant. We can roll them together so that we can, you know, because that's the other thing is I'm looking forward that might to not be a bad idea. Either. I'm looking forward to the networking aspect in which yes. I can, because I'm always uh, when I okay. Here's a story, real quick, slight tangent. When I went to see Predators, I uh, afterwards I was in the restroom and uh, and uh, there was a guy at the stall next to me and he was talking to a. Uh, I'm sorry, at the urinal next to me, and he was talking to a friend of his who was in the stall, and they were talking about the green blood of the Predators, and they're like, yeah, it reminded me of, like, the br the blood in Sin City. And it was two guys <laughs> it was two guys who were kind of uh, young and kind of, 
they're like punks, like young punks. And ah, uh, young man, punks. I sound old sometimes. <laughs> um, but uh, and it's like he goes, uh, and then the guy in the stall goes, "I didn't like Sin City." He goes, oh, you, he goes, what are you talking about? Sin City's good. He goes, nah, it's just a rip off of that one movie with that guy. And he's like, w- w- <laughs> what was that? And he's like, I don't know, something law. And immediately I'm like, oh, okay, they're talking about Sky Captain the World of Tomorrow with Jude Law. Um, because, <laughs> because of the method of Sin City. And so um, so I wait. So I'm washing my hands and I'm, I'm waiting till the guy in the stall walks out. So I'm like taking my time, drying my hands because <laughs> I want to hear if they get there. And he's like, uh, Jude Law, damn. What is the name of that movie? I go, Sky Captain of the World of Tomorrow. They're like, hey, oh, thanks. I'm like, if you guys like movies. And I gave him a card. <laughs> I gave him a card for Battleship Pretension nice. uh, in, the, in the restroom. And uh, admittedly, they looked a little mystified, as, as anyone would. But, um, <laughs> but yes, I am looking forward to the opportunity of, of, of networking with, with of strangers. Being down there. awkward in front of new people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, I wasn't awkward. I was <laughs> right. making it awkward for them. There is a I difference. I misspoke, yeah. Um, but, uh, You're looking forward to inspiring aw- awkwardness in exactly. a potential 160,000 people. <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't think that number is right, David. <laughs> uh, but no, it's... Uh, as strange as... Not, because when we, when we talked about Comic-Con last year, when you got back, uh, we talked about a general tone. Uh, of the community mm-hmm. that it's very it's actually very positive that everything that we just talked about with the negativity of the online geek community once everybody kind of gets together and everyone can see each other's faces and everyone's there because they love this stuff so much you've mentioned that there does seem to be a general positivity there really yeah. is and i think part of that is um Geek culture likes to be positive about things that haven't happened yet. They like okay. the anticip- anticipation. Right. Exactly. It's not until something comes out that they feel the need to shit all over it. Okay, fair but enough. But Comic-Con is all about, uh, almost all about what's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's, get, let's, let's take that approach. But what okay. is coming up? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just I'm going to look through my little handwritten schedule. Movie-wise, uh, we've got uh, Salt, which confirmed... Today or last night, Angelina Jolie will be at Comic Con this well, year. Congratulations to her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that means I'm. There's no way I'm getting into the salt panel because people will. It's at one o'clock. People will be r- lined up all day. Were you that Angelina interested Jolie. in the salt panel? I, I anyway? don't think so. It's salt. I don't think salt is one of those movies that the geek community is like totally like up in arms about. Yeah, it looks good. But, but here's but why. Oh, go ahead. I'm not know. interested. Here's I why I wanted to go to salt, the salt panel. Okay. So that I could get a seat for the red panel. Because I am excited about Red. Did you, did you like that trailer? I'm not watching trailers. Oh, damn! I, I try. I try not to. Well, I'm telling you, I saw the trailer. Uh-huh. It's awesome. Like yeah, I wasn't great. expecting much. I mean, it, it sounds great. Yeah. It, are you aware of this movie, Red? No, I'm not. It's up your alley. You would like. Is it? it? Okay. It's an action movie, but everyone's over fifty. It's like hey. Helen Mirren, John Malkovich, I think. Yeah, they're all uh, they're all Bruce retired Willis. CIA agents. Now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Last Orders, but everyone's kicking ass. And it's based on a comic written by. Grant Morrison? Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis. I always get those guys mixed mm. up. <laughs> uh, Warren Ellis, uh, who was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, he wrote uh, Planetary and The Authority, right? He created those. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know anything about comic books. Well, <laughs> I, I know very little, but I figured you know something. Have you, he's, written, he's written so much But have stuff. you read any Planetary or The Authority? I they're, haven't, They're great. actually. They were great. Um, so, I, I don't know. what. Uh, let's, see, let's see. I mean... Scott Pilgrim. We talked about Scott Pilgrim. Are you excited about that movie? Very much so. I'm very excited about yeah, it. Scott Pilgrim looks awesome. But I won't be at that panel because it's up against Dexter. 
I'm going See, to and, and I, I'm going to Dexter as well. And <laughs> I'm giving up on Scott Pilgrim for Dexter. So here, well, okay, I'll try and go to Scott Pilgrim uh, for you guys uh, and for me as well. <laughs> um, yeah, because here's here's well, line up early. It's in Hall H. You'll learn this. That okay? Well, that we'll get to that in a moment. Um, <laughs> so as I was as I was uh, looking, okay. So anybody who follows my my Twitter, that's uh, Twitter dot com slash More Lessons or at More Lessons if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the great thing about you having a droid or having a smartphone now. Okay, you can tweet. From your phone now, which is something you hadn't been able to do until you had. I guess my big fat fingers uh, have a difficult time with those keys. Oh, you'll get used to it. And okay. you should practice before you leave for Comic Con because it will honestly really enhance the experience if you can be. Uh, the, the the line thing, Hall H. People complain about the lines at Comic Con. I don't understand that because that's kind of where the scene is sometimes. It yeah. is. It is. Especially last year the it was Hall the Twilight thing. crowds. <laughs> right, <laughs> but I remember. Yeah. I mean, I. You and I were both there last year, Bankman, mm-hmm. and I only ran into you once, and that was in line, in line for the Lost <laughs> panel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so the idea is like, oh, I'm going to have to wait an hour and 45 minutes just to make sure I can get into this panel. Mm-hmm. But you're among everyone. You can be tweeting like, hey, I'm in line. We, you know, you can be reading yeah. about other stuff. You can be catching up yep. with what's going on. It's it's four straight days, four and a half, if you're like me and Bankman, and go to preview night. Okay. <laughs> um, Straight days of just being like just this sort of electrified geekiness in the air. That okay. no matter what, whether you're in a panel or in line or back in your hotel, you're it's always going on. And you have something to talk about with everyone you meet because mm-hmm. okay. you have everything in common with every pretty much everyone you run into, which is great. Um, everyone having everything in common—that's a biblical reference. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, well, here's okay. So anybody who follows my. My tweet know that uh, knows that I was looking at uh, I was looking at the schedule and I was actually vaguely discouraged because there was not a lot of stuff that there was some stuff that I was interested in but there was other stuff where it's just like I, I can't I don't follow comic books I don't really follow a lot of TV or any TV really so what you're saying is you're not really interested in going to learning about the laws behind comic book publishing. <laughs> You're not go to any of that actually might be kind of interesting because ever since working with uh, Meltdown Comics and learning about the Legal Defense Fund, uh, I am interested in that sort of but thing. The but the thing is, there are occasionally panels... Um, now, I don't know what time you're going down on because you're not going down Wednesday night. I don't know what time you're I'm going to try and go really early because... You want to get to the Denny Elfman thing? I want to get to the Clockwork Girl panel because... Oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, the guy who wrote it, Kevin Hanna, is a, f- a friend of mine oh, okay. and a big fan of our show. What time does that panel start? 11 a.m. Okay, well, you're going to want to be in line by 10, I would say. Okay. Um, but uh, this is what I want to talk about. Is, and we'll get back to the movies that are coming up, too. Because, like I said, we want to go more into depth about what mm-hmm. goes on at a convention. Especially, I, I say a convention, but there really aren't other conventions like this one. Not to this extent. This is mm-hmm. the biggest geek convention yeah. in the world. And it also, it draws, not only does it draw a huge number of geeks, it also draws... Uh, Studios and yep. and and the people making the stuff way Booth babes. more. <laughs> Booth babes, <laughs> yes, yeah. You'll get what is that? Um, okay, the <laughs> the floor. You can look online and look at pictures, but the actual convention floor at Comic Con, mm-hmm. you you won't understand what it's like until you're there. Yeah, okay. it's there insanity. Are literally thousands of booths. Okay. It's not an exaggeration. There are thousands of booths. And so they're competing for attention. And so those who can afford hire booth babes. Essentially, they, they are hot women. women dressed up in clothing that would attract geeks. <laughs> One year, a couple years ago, for um, uh, Planet Terror, they had a woman who was 
actually missing her leg. She yep. was an actual amputee. And they strapped <laughs> a gun to it, gun and, to she, and she was wearing a bikini. <laughs> no joke, David. When you, I'm, I'm making a mental note because when you and I get a booth at Comic Con, we got to get one of these booth pics. <laughs> um, that's the thing. Is God, there's so much stuff I want to talk about. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is something I've been meaning to talk about. I've talked about this privately with with people like the aforementioned Dave Chen. Mm-hmm. Uh, people because because of what we do at Battleship Retention, because we're kind of we're not newsy. We're yeah. We're giving sort of the impression of things. We're an impressionistic podcast almost. There you go. We don't <laughs> at a convention like this. We're not really working. I mean, we're there soaking it up. I say mm-hmm. we, you haven't been there, but this yeah. is what, you know, we don't have to like take notes and blog and be the first one. Like if someone says right. something, we don't have to do that. Uh, what is that like? That is, I just got to say, it's insane. Uh, it sounds tense. It is because you got to be on top of things. And mm-hmm. I mean, we're sitting there uh, last year. There were, we had five writers from our site there mm-hmm. all going to different panels and stuff. And we literally are just continuously typing away as the panel's going on. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's insane. Trying to pay attention and get yeah. all the information and stuff. It, it, I enjoy it, but I would probably really enjoy it a lot more if I just wasn't doing anything and I could just sit back, relax, and enjoy what's happening. Yeah, because the thing is, the reason one of the things I like so much about Comic Con is that it's not, uh, it's not just the panels. There's it spills out into the gas lamp, and if you can't get into a panel, you don't feel like going to your backup. You can just go like, hey, let's have a midday drink or go get some lunch yeah. somewhere, and you can mm-hmm. go just hang out. And you're still practically in the convention, except you're on, you know, you're on Fifth exactly. Avenue or whatever. But the convention doesn't; it's not confined to the convention center. It it spills mm. out into the streets, and so I did that a lot last year. Just like I didn't get because last year there were. Two things I needed to get into: Lost and Mighty Boosh. Okay. And apart from that, if I didn't get into something, I'd just go have a See, drink. <laughs> two two panels. Where here I am, I'm like, you know what, seventy five, eighty panels <laughs> that I'm you trying, have to, to, get I'm into. trying to get into. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that reminds me of uh, when. Okay, so uh, David and I, with our separate uh, Twitter accounts, we both live tweeted the Oscars, and I had not done it before, and it was it was fun, but at the same time, like. You do feel you. You feel like you can't really enjoy exactly. the experience itself of watching the Oscars, which is something I always enjoy and doing. That, but, yep. And that's even different because that's like I was drunk and writing jokes. You know, it's <laughs> not like, and I wasn't competing against someone to get a specific joke out before everyone else does. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's that's the part that would really drive Unle- until that sound guy came out, and then we were all competing. To, it's like, <laughs> okay, what do we say? What do we say? Oh. Bram Stoker's Dracula, not bad. <laughs> guy from Die Hard, pretty good. Yeah. I went Nordic man from the firm, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that one was like, oh, golden opportunity. Um, okay, so, yeah, I wanted to address that, that we, okay. uh, I get more excited. I literally get more excited about Comic-Con than anything else that I do oh, it's, it's the rest amazing. of the year. I love it. Um, I, 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 I said this out loud to my girlfriend once. I'm going to say it out loud here, mm-hmm. even though it got weird looks from her. 365 days in a year. Mm-hmm. There is literally not a day that goes by that I don't think of Comic-Con at least once. Like, a good time I had at the last one, or like, how long to well, the next I, one? When can I get my hotel? When can I get, like, I'm well, always thinking the, about that's Comic-Con. That's the thing, too. It's like, even when, when writing a blog every day, and you always will go back to those experiences at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. I mean, from a year ago, I'm still, I mean, with Comic-Con coming up, I'm still talking about Comic-Con last uh-huh. year, you know? 
Because you, oh, see you were it. in that Lost panel. Yeah, that might have been the best panel. That was yeah, definitely was awesome. the best panel I've ever been to. Yeah, it was, it was they, awesome. they they went to such great lengths to make it not just a Q and A or whatever, but make a show out of it. They wrote bits. They yep. produced videos. It was. I laughed. I cried. I literally cried. And here mm. we are talking about last yeah. year's Comic Con. They did, Tyler. <laughs> I'm not sure if I told you. And I, no spoilers, by the way, for Lost. Um, but they did, like the Oscars do, an in memoriam thing. Mm-hmm. They did an in memoriam for like all the main characters yeah, who had died yeah. in the first five seasons. Yeah. And it started out kind of funny, like the guy on the beach who gets sucked into the propeller, right. like, oh yeah, oh yeah, like ours getting blown up. Yeah. And by by the end, I was bawling. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, you, I think you mentioned that to me, um, although you actually did just give a spoiler about somebody that blew up. Oh, that's season one. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, At this point, no, yeah. Um, well, I will say this. Uh, here, here's a question that I have in regards to Hall H, or really anything, but Hall H is, of course, where the big things happen, right? I guess it's it's Hall, yeah it's almost it's almost entirely movies and some yes. a few TV shows but the, the big TV shows okay. like yeah. Lost was in Lost, Hall H uh, okay. Heroes was but obviously not this year what TV shows are in Hall H this year because even yeah I don't like, know man Fringe and Dexter are in Ballroom Twenty which is yeah. the next Ballroom Twenty is the next biggest room okay. but it's nothing compared to Hall H I mean Hall H uh, Hall is, H is like a sixty five hundred I think yeah sixty five hundred people. All right. Like you walk in there and you'll just be like, what? And I think Ballroom 20 sits maybe 2,000. Yeah. So if I want to get into Hall H, for example, I, like everybody else, am interested in the Thor and Captain America thing. Yes. How how early am I going to? I'm going to have to basically wait probably all day, well, at least three well, the hours. Thing is, I'm going to tell you You this. can go in and watch. You don't. They don't clear rooms in between panels. Okay. No. So if you want to get in to see, I'm trying to remember what, is that Saturday? Uh, yeah, yes, it is Saturday. I'm trying to look at my schedule, what because t- I wrote it down as something I wanted to do. Um, I don't have. I think it's. Uh, All right, so you're going to have to be in there. Okay, um, it starts at six. Yeah, but if you line up, um, oh here's here's where you're lucky. Okay, two forty five to three forty five is Trailer Park. Okay, which kind of clears Hall H a little bit. Yeah, because it's not. It's trailers, most of which are online. It's just an hour mm-hmm. of trailers. Okay. Um, so people kind of go take a break or whatever. You can get in for that. You'll be there for Trailer Park. 445 to 545 is uh, Paul, which is the new Nick Frost, uh, oh, okay. Edgar Wright. Yeah, that looks um, like it'll be good. I'm excited movie. to see some stuff on that. Um, and Cowboys and Aliens, which is um, oh, okay, a, yeah. a cool-looking movie that da- I think Damon Lindelof wrote or co-wrote. Yeah, and Harrison John Ford. Favreau directing Harrison Ford. Hmm. Yeah, so that'll be at 445 to 545. So that's what you do. You'll If you if, if Thor and Captain America is something you actually absolutely have to get in for, mm-hmm. you're going to want to go for Trailer Park between 240, like around 3 o'clock, I guess. See, see now how we roll. Okay. Uh, we're, f- we're freaking hardcore when it comes okay. to this kind of thing. Last year, we took shifts spending the night in line <laughs> yeah. to make sure we got in. Okay. Because we had the Twilight fans to deal with that last year. Well, I was, okay. So I actually, I was, I was on, uh, by the time this episode goes up, uh, I was on a show called the Benny South Street Podcast. Okay, hold on. Everybody, listeners, listen up. Everybody wants Tyler to be on their show way more than they want me to be on their show when it's clear that I'm the charming one. <laughs> Yeah, but I got a lot of time. <laughs> that, that, You're the one that, with an actual nine to five job. That's true. Seriously, um, I want to be on your podcast. Whoever you are, I want to be on your podcast. Maybe make yourself more available. Maybe become something of a Facebook presence, and maybe post more on our boards. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to post on the boards. Okay. I'm not a Facebook presence, but I'm way more of a Twitter presence than you are. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. Anyway, anyway, um, I got that out of the way. What did you say? What okay. you say? <clears throat> he does want to have you on the show, but he hasn't met you yet. I met him. His name's Dave Amiot, and I met him when I was on the Dork Forest, another show you weren't on. Um, yeah, but I, know. Uh, <laughs> I saw Jackie Cation on Monday. How's she doing? <laughs> uh, she's great. She uh, went. It was at the Tiger Lily Comedy Show. She went up. She had a great set. All right. Um, anyway, so uh, now I don't. Okay. Oh, and he was. Uh, so he and I were talking about Comic Con, and I said, "Are you going to go?" Because it's absolutely uh, his his kind of scene. And um, and he said, "No." He said, "I don't want to go." Uh, until the Twilight movies are over, because I don't want to have to f- fight those people. Well, what's great about this year is there is no Twilight panel. Okay, yeah. so because of, because good. Eclipse just came out and it'll be so long. Yeah. When does Breaking Dawn come out? Will there be next year? It, it hasn't even started shooting yet. Okay. So. Oh, I thought it had. Which reminds me, that's kind of a, a, an maybe odd it thing has in the early stages. I, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess a studio doesn't think in terms of Comic Con uh, when it releases a movie, but at the same time, like. A movie like Predators, if it had come out in August instead of uh, July, yeah. it absolutely would have had a presence oh, at Comic-Con. Definitely. And so it makes you wonder, certain movies like Predators that has a kind of a niche audience, um, like, I don't know, it, it, I guess they have to release it when they can. Yeah. But at the same time, you could have, Comic-Con is a huge thing. You know, there's like 300,000 people there. And so, like, that's that's an audience that you could have, tapped into and gotten everybody hyped up about it. Yep. I don't know. It's, it but seems odd to me. Predators also is enough of an established name that it would have... I, I don't. I, I think the effect, the impact would have been very small. Whereas I think if this, uh, with Scott Pilgrim coming out so shortly after Comic-Con, yeah. if this panel gets good buzz, it could really help. Yeah. It, 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 and I think Scott Pilgrim, as awesome as it looks, I think it's more of a film that a lot of the online uh, movie bloggers and the people that, yeah. you know, that world is excited about. But when I talk to someone that really isn't in that online world that doesn't know a lot about it and yeah. they see that trailer, mm-hmm. they're turned off. They're like, oh, that looks stupid. Hmm. You know, so it's like, I think it definitely, that kind of movie does need a presence because they got to sell this to a wider o- audience. Okay. Yeah. All right, fair and enough. This, not, not that this necessarily a good, story in the long run because the movie didn't do super well but um, Comic-Con was a huge reason that Kick-Ass ended up being yes, what it was. it was. I had not heard anything about Kick-Ass before Comic-Con. By the end of that, I think it was on it was on either Thursday or Friday um, that the panel was. But then that day, everyone I met who had been in Paul H. Paul H.? Paul H. <laughs> uh, wanted to tell me about the Kick-Ass panel. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and that was when I started and then I didn't go a day without hearing something about kick-ass <laughs> for eight months or so. Which is frustrating because, of course, you were spending every day thinking about Comic-Con, and then someone would say kick-ass, and you're like, oh, you're interrupting my Comic-Con thinking time. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I guess, th- yeah, there, there are some movies that, I mean, Predators is, is Predators, and uh, it has enough of uh, it has enough cachet outside the film geek community, like in the sort of, just sort of, male-driven action yeah. film yeah. Uh, world that I don't think it really needed it. I suppose. Um, let me ask you guys this, actually. Um, okay, so let's say I, I really want to go to Thor and Captain America, which I do. Um, that means that I, ha- I have to sacrifice going to see something called the Winston Effect, in which people talk about the impact that Stan Winston had on special effects, yes. which sounds like a wonderful Definitely, panel. right? Um, and... Uh, and I realize that I gotta sacrifice one for the other. And have well, you guys ever sacrificed something that you're like, oh, I, 
like you just you, yeah you wind up it's like Sophie's Choice exactly like <laughs> Sophie's Choice. Um, have you guys ever been faced with something like that? Uh, four days out of every year <laughs> at Comic Con, <laughs> that's all that happens. But here's the thing: here's what I've learned because I'm not a working for a site like Geek Tyrant mm-hmm. where I have to be there for these things and be not one of those nerds who's obsessed with being the first yeah the first to see something the first to hear about something the first to have an opinion on something like that's a big part of nerd community but it's not where i am Mm -hmm. the thing is the important stuff that is said and happens at the thor and captain america panel you're gonna find out about that's true yes this winston effect thing might be an insular thing that you never that's true um last year i went uh like I said, I had to be there for Mighty Boosh. It was one of my two can't-miss panels. Uh, and beforehand was an hour with Stan Freeberg, mm. um, who is a name I knew from like novelty songs and from being... Um, like He was a regular voice uh, in Looney Tunes cartoons, but was almost never credited hmm. because everything was credited to, to... What's his name? Mel Blanc? Mel Blanc, yes. Or, yeah, wait... Chuck Jones? Uh, Chuck Jones was, I think, the animator. Okay, the Mel Blanc was the voice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. I'm dumb. Okay, <laughs> but he did a lot of the voices. Like, most of the voices that weren't Mel Blanc mm-hmm. were Stan Freeberg. And this panel ended up being one of the best panels I've ever been to. It was up there with the Lost panel. It was mm-hmm. so great, so funny. Stan Freeberg's coming back this year. Um, not that I want to make a big deal out of it, because I want to make sure I can get in. Okay. But um, <laughs> uh, this is the kind of fun stuff that... If you don't, in my opinion, and this is what's good about us not being a news organization, is we can skip these things because yeah. we're going to find out, and we can have our we can have our <laughs> opinions on them either way. Because that's all we exactly yeah. that's all Battleship Retention does is have opinions on things. We don't have yeah. to be the first to break anything. Um, so are you trying to have, make me feel bad for wanting to go to the Thor? And no, Captain not at all. America? Because I okay. there are big panels that I want. You know, like Dexter, I'm gonna I like have to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm saying is if it, you just have to, if you really want to see this Winston thing, mm-hmm. that might be the better option because yeah. you're going to find out. About, but then again, you don't want to miss, I mean, you want to see something in Hall H every year. Cause because they're going to show footage. They're going to they're gonna show just, store footage. <laughs> um, uh, it's almost, this, sound, this is going to sound a little sappy. Okay. But it's kind of an emotional experience, especially when it's something like Lost. Yeah. Now, you know, I cried this past year at Lost because of the death, you know, the in memoriam thing. Yeah. But I've felt emotional in past years at Lost because it's like, uh, it's 6,500 other people in one place that feel as strongly about exactly. this stupid mm-hmm. little thing as I do. It, like, mm-hmm. it's it, the sense of community. And that's, Hall H is worth, just make sure you see something in Hall H. All right. That, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. There's not that much I'm interested in. Um, well, maybe you don't know about some of this stuff because, like, what about Super? I imagine if uh, you, yeah, it's the new film from James Gunn who made Slither. Okay, I like Slither. Yeah, it's got uh, Rain Wilson. I think Ellen Page is in it. Nathan Fillion has a small part. Yes, yep. that's um, that's Friday at one. Um, which I might not make it into because I'm going to go to Caprica. But mm. uh, what are you, are you going to? I'm going to be at the Walking Dead. Hmm. Yeah, Walking Dead. All right, Comic Con. I guess there's so much going on, they can't help but occasionally uh, they ha- schedule uh, things next to each other. They do that, it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, to cut down <laughs> on the lines. But, like, it drives me crazy that Walking Dead and Caprica are at the same time because they're both genre 
cable TV shows. Exactly. Like they're it's they're going for the exact same audience, and it. Uh, so you'll have to tell me how Walking Dead goes, and I'll tell you. There you like, go. And how Caprica goes, because that's that's what I'm going to be. But yeah, you got Super in 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 Hall H as far as movies go. I'm trying to think what other. You got uh, Green Lantern. <clears throat> Green Lantern. Okay, yeah, I don't care. Don't care. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not judging anybody who does care. It's just <laughs> I, I never follow. Some people they're like, "Oh, the Green Lantern is the best." And it's like I'm sure he is. I I, did, I never followed him. <laughs> the Green Lantern is going to be crammed in. It's the Warner Brothers panel. It's yeah. Green Lantern, Sucker Punch, and Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. And Sucker Punch is the new Zack Snyder, Zack, Zack Zack Snyder. Snyder movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, then Harry Potter, which is. Is going to be a huge panel. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's the final one, and I yep. might just skip it because it'll be too huge for me. And yeah. even though I'm almost as big a Harry Potter geek as I am a Lost geek, I kind of like being a Harry Potter geek on my own. I don't need yeah. to be a part of a community like I did with Lost. <laughs> um, okay, so let me ask you this. So here's what I've written down for Friday. Now, admittedly, I can't go to all these, but these are what I haven't. These are what I would like to do. The things that caught my attention. I'm going to list them off for you. And okay. You guys say if you know, say if they sound good to you. Okay. Alright, there's the state of the animation industry. That sounds kind of interesting. It does. I, I'm a big fan of animation. Okay. I follow you know, that you know, part of the industry very closely, so okay. it's definitely something I'd, I'd be interested in seeing. Okay. And then there's the, the spotlight on Stan Lee with yeah. Stan Lee himself. I'm sure everyone's going to want to go to that. Yeah. Um, girls who girls who kick ass is a thing. Did they have some? Did they have that last year or yeah, something like did. it? Right, they, they did. did. They had Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney Zoe Weaver, Zoe Saldana, Elizabeth Mitchell, and Eliza yeah. Dushku. And yeah. apparently, it was really good. I was there. I it was, was great. not there. Um, okay. Zoe Saldana, that woman has got a brain on her. She mm-hmm. not only did she talk more than anyone else, she said really fascinating and really insightful and really intelligent things. I don't. Uh, it made me. I've, I mean, Zoe Saldana is obviously beautiful, mm. but I'm even more in love with her because she's so brainy. Um, it had a lineup of who all was going to be there this year, and I don't quite remember who all it was. But uh, but it, it se- I remember you telling me about a similar panel last year, and it mm-hmm. sounded really interesting. Uh, there's one at six thirty called Old School American Horror, which sounds kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, and then. So then I, I noticed that, that it kind of breaks it up, and then there's the stuff during the day, and then there's, like, after-hours stuff. There's evening panels, now which what, I okay. kind of don't really go to. Is I, it? I've gone to a couple of them. All right. And they're fun. You know, it's 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 a crowd. You know, it's like going to a midnight movie, okay. uh, something like that, you know, where everybody's kind of rowdy, stuff like you know, so. I do want to go to the. I, I went to Mythbusters last year, which was technically an evening, evening panel because mm-hmm. it started like after seven. Okay. But it was one of the earlier evening yeah. Pan- panels. Yeah. There is one at nine called The Worst Cartoons Ever, which sounds like a delight. Yeah. And yeah. That's course, a thing they do every year. Yep. Okay. And then there's. There is a uh, a crappy sci-fi movie called uh, Mega Piranha. Of course, that I want to see it. You gotta go see Mega Piranha. And I, honestly, <laughs> I want to see it for the com- for community purposes. Uh-huh. I feel like a bunch of people in a room, all watching a movie they know is going to be terrible, but still kind, of, but just ridiculous, uh, and everyone just enjoying themselves. I feel like that actually would be a lot of fun and a rare experience. Yeah, well, I'm telling you what you're. Let me tell you what you're missing out on on Friday. Okay, go ahead. That you might not know about. Okay. This is a comic book that I don't think you read. I don't even okay. know if you read it, Bankman. But uh, The Goon? Oh, yes. Oh, no, you've told me all I about love The Goon. Game. It sounds okay. great. Well, last year, uh, every year, The Goon panel. That sh- I, I should add that to the Can't Miss thing for me. The Goon panel is always a blast because Eric Powell is a really funny guy. And a, he writes a great comic. But he always does some... He's always funny in his, in his panel. Um, and last year, they showed some test footage they had made because they want to make 
independently make David Fincher's involved as yep. a possible producer making into make a a goon uh feature an, yeah, an animated goon feature CGI animated yeah and they had about a minute and a half to two minutes of test footage and uh, you, were you at that panel no you weren't no, there no but have you seen this I've footage? seen the footage yeah with um Paul Giamatti uh mm-hmm. as the what is it Frankie uh god I've Letting down my fellow goon fans, but I can't remember <laughs> the guy's name. The guy who has no eyeballs, he just has big white eyes. <laughs> Paul Giamatti, and then as the voice of the goon was Clancy Brown, which right, is yeah. if you've Love read Clancy and if you've Brown. read one page of the goon, you know that's perfect. <laughs> that's exactly what it should be. And so uh, this year, instead of just a regular goon comic book panel, they're doing the goon film panel. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, I, I still don't think this thing has. I don't know how much further it's progressed in the last year. I know. I. I not there hasn't been a lot of news yeah. out, but it's it's something I really want to support because I really want this movie to happen. Mm. Uh, the test footage they showed last year was really funny, um, and uh, so that's that's a that's a can't miss for me on Friday. Okay. But um, what I wanted to get at way long ago before we started talking about all these movies is, and you touched on it, is that it's not just there's not just the um, uh big things coming out panels there's the more academic ones like the girls who kick ass you know there's there's another one actually called the girls gone genre that's about uh female writers in movies and tv and comic books and games oh that's i read that yeah yeah, and stuff like that um and yeah like the winston effect there's one all about uh will eisner there's the danny Mm -hmm. elfman one there's a jack kirby panel um that stuff's a, a lot of fun it's a little brainier and um less uh, less annoying. <laughs> There's, it's less likely <laughs> it's, to have it, annoying people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, hang on. So when you say annoying people, what exactly does that mean? What do you mean by that? You know, I say do you annoying. Mean the people on the panel or the people there? The people there. But you know what? They're people that 360 days out of the year I would find annoying. But <laughs> I <laughs> I become like a hippie at Comic-Con. Yeah. I'm just so inclusive and like yeah. I want everybody to get along and like I don't care like this person every year like there, there there are people that go around wearing those holding those signs saying free hugs uh-huh. <laughs> yeah you get a lot of a lot of free hugs <laughs> yeah, so you'll but get like, a lot of free hugs <laughs> like um like say a lost q and a a couple of years ago someone <laughs> someone got up and asked the question is it true you guys are stopping after season six <laughs> which had been at that point like two years <laughs> Two and a half years it had yeah. been known that they yeah. were ending after season six. And if it were like at the Paley Fest or somewhere else, I would have been like, this asshole's taking up time asking stupid <laughs> questions he could have Googled. No. But I don't care. I'm just having a good time. No, it, I think some of, the, you know, some of these people that get up and ask these questions is absolutely hilarious. Uh-huh. I mean, it literally takes a certain type of person to go up there in front of everybody and, and ask a question. And I'd say 50% of the time the questions are just complete crap Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you've been in hall h i don't know if you remember but there are people that will go up there repeatedly on every panel they just want to ask questions they just want to ask quite like these just weird questions and people look at them and laugh at them and boo them (laughs) no they get booed bad yeah it's a bad question just imagine (laughs) 6500 people (laughs) booing you out of the convention center so (laughs) are, are the questions vaguely like Chris Farley show like where it's like, hey, you remember when Sawyer was in the cage? That's pretty awesome. Is it, was it, is it like that or is I mean, it a little you'll more? You'll get stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, you'll get stuff like, you know, what, 
with the David was talking about uh, people just asking questions that everyone already knows the answer to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, people going up and saying, "Can I have your autograph?" Uh-huh. You know, oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they a couple years ago, there. I went to Heroes just to make sure I was in Hall H mm-hmm. for Lost, and one woman wanted to touch Jesse, Jesse Ventimiglia. <laughs> Or not Jesse, no, uh, Milo. Yeah, Milo. Milo. Jesse was his character on Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let me ask you: Have you guys ever asked a question in a no hall? No, no. I have never asked a question. Never. Well, you're, I, you're reporting. Yeah, yes. I I don't have time. You're too busy. <laughs> too busy to ask questions. Okay, fair enough. Have you ever wanted to though? Um, have you ever had a burning question? It's like I need to know. Well, okay, so one of the cool things about that whole thing about running a movie blog is mm-hmm. we get if if we're lucky if we can make it happen we can get we can go and talk to the talent mm-hmm. uh, in a press line oh, that, nice. they, that they have so if i have any questions or whatever we can just do that so i don't have to get up in front of everybody and now david it's too late for me but you count as press it's it's your time to shine <laughs> you can ask all these people stuff yeah but i i don't like doing that <laughs> oh, all right <laughs> I don't know if we're ever going to get very far in this in this business, the podcast business, David. If you and I are just like, but this is not uh, what we do. If, I know, but it wouldn't hurt to. If ask we started someone. doing news, we'd clearly be nipping at the heels of people like Geek Tyrant or Slash Film or Criterion Cast or people who were. It doesn't have to be questions about like, hey, uh, you know, what are you doing next or anything like that. It could be like a a thoughtful question, yeah, like, like how's uh, the family doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or just you know asking them about you know like uh, hey although I guess you probably only have about fifteen seconds with them or yeah it, okay. they move you through pretty quick all right all right I prefer enough. to treat this kind of, like Comic Con in as much as I'm press I'm kind of approaching it in like a Hunter S Thompson kind of way oh okay where I'm just enough. there part of it I'm probably inebriated and I'm just getting a feel I'm more reporting on the thing itself than what's happening at it as that much as would, I am reporting. I wrote works. a thing and never, never mind I was going to talk shit about somebody. I wrote a thing <laughs> last year for somebody and they didn't like it. Hmm. Well that would explain why uh, in all your tweets last year from Comic-Con you just all you only ever said fucker. Like that's all you ever said. Um, but uh, so all right well we've been going for uh, Oh about there's one an more hour. thing I'm surprised one it more didn't thing. show up on your list. All right probably because it clashed with something maybe. Okay. On Friday but this is another thing that you need to know. Okay. Um, my list, uh, my my schedule that I've made for myself has so much stuff that clashes with yeah. each other because the thing is, if you can't get into something, you want to have a few backups. Definitely. Um, so I noticed you didn't put on Friday. Where'd it go? Oh, I lost it. Just had it. Okay. Hold on. All right. Friday, 5.30 to 6.30, room 25 ABC, Shout Factory presents Roger Corman, King of the Independents. Uh, that sounds like something you would like. I would like it, although I'm, I'm going to try and, I'm going to skip it because I'm going to try and get it to the goon. Yeah. Um. That might I did notice that, um, but I'm also uh, go ahead. Go the ahead. thing that the thing that gets me about stuff like that is as as we've discussed on the show before, uh, I, I think most film people with any kind of this is going to sound more insulting than I mean for it to. Movie people with with a life. I hate to put it this way, but David and I we don't get paid to watch movies. We both have jobs. David has a girlfriend. I have a wife. We have stuff. To do, we so both we, have cats. We both. Oh my <laughs> gosh! And uh, Charlie requires so much, and I know Richelieu requires a great deal yeah. as well. Now um, you say this. Now you know, Venkman here mm-hmm. runs a, a, a news website yeah. and a podcast. Meanwhile, he has a wife, a three kids, and a day job. But here, but you see, <laughs> here's what I'm going to say: is that uh, in our movie knowledge and uh-huh. movies that we've seen, there are 
huge gaps, you know, and I imagine that with you, you've got stuff to do. And so you can't have seen everything. Yeah. All right. And so for me, for example, I know a lot about Roger Corman's contribution to film, but I haven't really seen that much. I don't think you need to have. I mean, I don't, I've, okay. I've only seen a handful of them. Okay. But, I mean, and so that he's that's, still very important. And I, I, I have no doubt of that. You're not going to be quizzed if you go to the panel. No, I know, but I just for the yes, oh, you will. Venkman <laughs> says you will. Okay, fair enough. Um, I don't know. It's it's almost like the like uh, I view it almost like a comic book thing where. I know only vaguely in an abstract way what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, with Roger Corman, the, I, I did notice it, and, and, I, and I wrote it off, but uh, it was still in the back of my mind because I thought, well, maybe at least I can go and learn the things that I should seek out, the, mm-hmm. the films of his that I should watch and just do more research into him. It could be just a good introduction to him as a, mm-hmm. as a producer and, and all that, so... But um, I, I mostly brought that up as a way of saying to you mm-hmm. and to anyone else who might be going to a comic convention, specifically San Diego Comic Con, for the first time, schedule yourself some backups, okay. three or four backups deep. Okay. If you really want to go to panels, I go three or four backups deep and then end up just going to a bar anyway <laughs> when I can't get well, into and here's, stuff. Here's the other great thing about going to San Diego for Comic Con: there are free movies all over the place. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. handing out free tickets to go see. Hey, go see my movie at this theater. Hmm. Go here, go there, and and that is probably one of my favorite things about Comic Con because you find these films that you probably would never have yeah. heard of or found had you not you know gone to Comic Con and said yeah. yeah I'll go I'll check that out. Let, and we should probably wrap up. Soon. Okay, I do have one question, and both of you, a uh, question for both of you. Um, one of my concerns is that there will be so many people there, and it will be so busy. And I, I'll be there with my wife, but n- neither of us have been there before. And, you know, and I could I could wind up missing this panel or I could miss that mm-hmm. panel, stuff that I, you know, kind of have my heart set on. Um, my concern is that this could wind up being a miserable experience for me. Is it, that it, possible? It very, very much yeah, could. Yeah, it could. Yeah, here's the thing. I've made it so that can't happen because I don't have my heart set on anything. Okay. You have to... Yes, there are going to be way too many people there okay. <laughs> at all times. You're going wherever you go. There will be people in your way, okay. moving too slowly. I mean, especially I go to Disneyland all the time, so I feel like that might help. Right? No, but it won't. Okay. It won't, uh, especially on the floor. When you walk that floor and you are in a room with how many people fit in there? I don't even know. The hundreds of thousands of people in one room. Well, all rubbing up against tens each other. Tens of thousands. Okay, tens of thousands. Well, okay. whatever. <laughs> Ten thousand. I'm the one who's a stickler about the numbers. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, walking the floor is probably one of the my least favorite experiences but, at Comic Con because it's so. I mean, I guess you got to do it once. This is yes, what I, you do you have it. to do it once. Yes. <sighs> let me let me talk about my approach. Okay. This is the thing I was talking about, like with my stupid Hunter S. Thompson thing. Okay. Don't think of the panels or certain booths or certain things that are going on as the thing. Think of the thing as the thing. Okay. You're there. You're in it. No matter what's going on, you're doing it. You're a part of it. Okay. So, um. If you uh, need to get to a certain booth because you want to see if they have a sale on a certain doll or something, mm-hmm. it's, it might take you a while to get there. Yeah. But just look around. Just enjoy the costumes and the people and the weirdness. The free and, swag. And, yeah, the free <laughs> swag. By Sunday, the stench. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the other thing I was worried about, but okay. Um, <laughs> if, you allow it, if you allow it to be a miserable experience, it could absolutely be miserable. Okay. That's why 
I, that's why I wanted to sit down and uh, I'm glad we're, we're essentially podcasting the discussion that I wanted to have with Tyler before okay. he goes to his first <laughs> Comic-Con, which is just go with the flow and be a part of it. it. If you miss something, it's not a waste. Yeah, I don't necessarily, I'm not, I'm not going to be heartbroken if I miss any of these things. I'll say that. Um, yeah, you're going to be... You, you're gonna be there at Comic Con. It's yeah. it's once a year. It's the biggest event in the geek world. Okay, and it's uh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's a blast yeah. just to be yeah. there. So as long as you don't say like, I have to get to these things, you know, yeah. or the things you have to get to, you have to be willing to wait in line. And but even then, don't think of the line as a miserable experience. Think of it as people watching or networking mm-hmm. or tweeting or you know catching up on the tweets from other people who've been to other panels all day exactly uh it's all it's it's all happening all at the same time all in one place and you're a part of it wherever you are so it doesn't matter if it didn't go exactly the way you wanted it to i just i don't i just go to comic-con for four days four and a half days and uh uh uh, that that's that's all I'm there to do is just to be at Comic Con and I'll go to panels and I'll not go to panels and I'll go to the floor and uh, I'll leave for outside things but it's all happening the whole four days. You just don't set don't set too strict a schedule for yourself or it mm-hmm. could be miserable and be okay with lines and people. <laughs> so and the other thing that I that occurred to me is I feel like I'm not going to see you very much. <laughs> like I'm glad <laughs> that I'm going to be there with Jen but I feel like uh, you and I might just cross we'll see. After the Thursday night meetup, it's like, hey, good seeing you. All right, I'll see you uh, next week <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, well, well, we'll have Twitter. We'll be able to keep in touch with where we are. Yeah. And, you know. It's just, you're just going to get one tweet after another of me just being like, fuck this place. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, can't stand it here. It's so There's, hot and miserable. But that's something I want to talk about uh, before we end. We've talked almost specifically about panels. Mm-hmm. It's not all pan. Oh, my voice just cracked. Easy there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all panels. We talked about the floor. The floor is fun. Mm. Uh, it's slow moving. It can take you an hour and a half to get from one end to it to the other. It's very mm. sweaty. Yeah. <sighs> it does stink on Sunday, by Sunday. Okay. Well, I'll just avoid it on Sunday. Uh, that's But there's nothing else going on on Sunday. Yeah, Although that's the day you walk glee. the floor. <laughs> yeah, Sunday's <laughs> the day for me to walk the floor because a lot of people will go home early and okay. there's very few panels on Sunday. They, I haven't been to a Sunday panel in forever, although this year Glee is going on on Sunday, so I might try and make that. But I'm also thinking because of the dearth of other panels, I might mm-hmm. have to wait forever to get into Glee, and it's not worth it to me okay. if I have to wait two hours. Um, but yeah, the the floor itself is a blast. You can... Uh, um, <laughs> a few years ago, my friend Quinn won an iPod because he was walking the floor and a booth was having a movie trivia contest, and he won, and he got an iPod. Nice. There you go. <laughs> and uh, you can play some video games. You can... Uh, get some free stuff. You can uh, get your picture taken in front of the Stargate. Um, you can stand in line for eight hours and get an autograph of your favorite actor or actress. Mm. That, yeah, there are autographs. <laughs> there are some autographs on the floor. The main autograph thing is upstairs in the pavilion. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and that would be, w- but that's where um, people are usually charging for autographs. Oh, all right. You yeah. Know. Um, but that's still a fun place to walk around and kind of have some room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you go up to the pavilion and you can kind of move around a little bit. Okay. You can also donate blood up there. Oh, all right. Um, I forgot Cause that's what, what that's say. what, you know, I mean, when you're <laughs> walking a, around a place filled with people and a horrible stench, you you want to be a little short on blood. Yeah. That'll help. <laughs> that's no problem. 
Um, there are also like like Fankman said, you go outside, you get some flyers. There's shit going on the whole mm-hmm. time, you know. Yeah. Okay. Free um, concerts, stuff like that happening. Yeah. There's if you guys are if anyone's fans of uh, Tim and Eric, Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. They do mm-hmm. a thing every year, although this might be the final one, uh, called Awesome Con, and you walk sort of um, down the. Uh, along the sort of harbor a little bit you get to sort of park that juts out into the harbor mm-hmm. and they have like a like a outside park festival thing where there's like three-legged races and egg <laughs> tosses and karaoke contests and and the and uh the they have like these contests and the winner gets to go on a uh <laughs> um a sea-doo ride with uh, tim and eric <laughs> and i have to you know and i i have to assume that like to to officiate all these r- rides and games, they have hired the most hideous-looking people in the world. <laughs> Ironically, because it's funny, right? I'm sorry, I don't really care for Tim and Eric that much. Yeah, um, uh, that's a discussion we can have off air. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I see where you're coming from. Okay, but I do think they respect these people. Okay, all right. Um, Richard Dunn himself was there two years ago. The late Richard Dunn, he mm-hmm. died recently. Uh, he was at AwesomeCon, like t- I think two that two years ago in 2008. And he was a blast. He was a really nice, friendly guy, signing autographs, talking to people. Okay. I mean, he's ancient. That's yeah. why he's dead now, because he had been alive <laughs> for a very long time. <laughs> um, so, so he wasn't entirely with it, but he was a very nice man. And Fair I don't enough, think yeah. he's... I don't think they're taking advantage of these people. But that's okay. a discussion for... Maybe uh, for the message boards. Indeed. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, do you do you feel more readied for Comic-Con now? Tyler. Um, I th- I think so. I mean that I, I almost view it uh, the same way that I view a vacation, uh, in the sense that uh, when Jen and I go on vacation, we actually don't want don't like to plan a lot of things because mm-hmm. then after a while it just becomes more stressful than when you're just at home. Yeah, like we just want to enjoy the experience. That's sure. why you need a list, a schedule like mine, which mm-hmm. is not like okay, this thing's over. I have to go to this thing. It's when I walk out of something, I pull up my schedule. I'm like, all right, what's coming up in the next hour? I'll have three or four things. Yeah. I'll see what I want to make it to. I'll look down the list, see what I want to be later in the day. Yeah. And go with the flow. Yeah. Okay. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. <laughs> right. And occasionally, uh, occasionally walk into a panel. If something, <laughs> it's very rare that you can just walk into a panel yeah. at Comic Con. I mean, that's even in the five years that I've gone, that's gotten even worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people who've been going for 15 years who just can't get over how awful it is there are so many people now because it used to be you could just walk into anything at any time I guess yeah but um, it was like that five years ago yeah literally 2006 was my first one and it was a lot less insane but um, if you see a panel that is open and you got nothing to do duck in see what's going on because you'll find some cool stuff and you can always duck back out right yeah Yeah. okay well that's important yeah (laughs) so that, that to me is one of the most stressful ideas is uh-huh. the inescapability of it which is why the floor sounds horrifying <laughs> L- last year natalie and i um uh, we it had been a long day i think it was saturday and there was an open a big room open and it was dark and we were like let's go in and uh take up a couple pulls off the flask in your purse and see if we can't get a nap for 40 <laughs> minutes and we ended up watching the pilot for human target <laughs> <laughs> and i liked it <laughs> So this is the kind of fun stuff that can happen. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be drunken, although to me that really adds to it. But I'm sitting, there, I'm sitting across. I'm gonna from be two stone people, cold sober, David. Sitting across what? from two people who don't drink, and and Venkman <laughs> okay. has a good time every year. So okay, apparently that's enough. not. There you go. It's right. not a necessary part of the recipe. So you, of course, I mean you, of course, Venkman will be there. 
Oh yeah, um, I will be there. But we are not going to see you very, very much at if all. If I can refuse to come to the meetup, I'm going to make okay. an effort. <laughs> all right. What do you have? What's on your schedule Thursday night? Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to look at it. <laughs> I don't. I don't have it in front of me. I mean, you and I will both be at Dexter. Yeah, right? we'll both be at Dexter. I'm going straight from Dexter to the. I'm going to maybe grab a bite and go to the meetup. Well, then maybe I'll just join you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now we're talking. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Well, I guess that's. I guess that's it. I can't think of anything else. All but right. You look me, like you got something to say. I, well, I was going to wrap it up. Okay. There we go. Thank you. Where can people find you on the on the internet? Where can they find me on the internet? Yeah. Uh. Twitter at Geek Tyrant. Uh, well, obviously at geektyrant.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. The podcast is just is called uh, Geek Tyrant Weekly Podcast. There you go, right. and you can find that on iTunes. And is that is that podcast just a general discussion? It's of a general news discussion. Yeah, stuff? we do we do a couple of reviews of movies that have come out that week, and then we go in uh, and talk about kind of some of the big hot topics in mm-hmm. the news and uh, discuss that for about an hour. So. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thanks for thanks for coming. I fe- you know I feel like we uh, with most of our guests it turn it's it's a little more interviewing and we feel like we we throw it to the guests more often. But now it it just feels like uh, it feels like mo- it felt like mom and dad lecturing Junior on like the birds and the bees. Like, all right, now you're gonna have some questions, <laughs> and uh, you know, but but da- you know, dad is the one. Uh, fielding most of the questions and mom's <laughs> just there for support um and you're the mom in this situation okay so so but, you're saying uh, i talk too much in this episode no it's, i think you and i talk too much <laughs> so um but either way thanks for being here no uh, it was a blast i had a great time all right definitely all right so you can find us at battleship pretension.com we're in itunes search on a battleship pretension you can email us at david at battleship pretension.com or tyler at battleship pretension.com you can follow me on twitter at twitter.com slash the pretension you can follow tyler on twitter at twitter.com slash more lessons which is the twitter feed of for his other podcast more than one lesson which you can find at more than one lesson.com or in itunes under more than one lesson and you can find my other podcast the tv review show previously on by searching itunes for previously on all right uh thanks everybody for listening and we'll get you next time bye bye bye